Inflation fears moderate, May 29-2022. Maybe last week's FOMC minutes had something for everyone. Some analysts seized on the consideration the Fed gave to tighter monetary policy. In quotes, they also noted that a restrictive stance of policy may well become appropriate depending on the evolving economic outlook and the risks to the outlook, close quotes. On the other hand, the FOMC noted that, open quotes, the risks to the baseline projection for real activity were skewed to the downside, close quotes. They also noted upside risk to inflation. It is a dovish Fed, regardless of their current hawkish tone. Getting monetary policy to neutral, estimated as between 2 and 3% based on Chair Powell's recent press conference, with inflation running at 8% is hardly slamming the brakes on. That they may move to restrictive policy reveals their bias. Maximizing employment is more important than stable prices. Moreover, the inflation outlook is good, even if the current figures are not. Ten-year inflation expectations derived from the tips market are 2.6%. Since we know CPI over the next year will run well above this, the FOMC could conclude that long-term inflation expectations remain well anchored near 2%. PCE inflation, the Fed's preferred measure because unlike CPI, it dynamically adjusts for actual consumption weights, is forecast by Fed staffers to be 2.5% next year and 2.1% in 2024. Although survey expectations on inflation are mixed, the minutes reported that, open quotes, longer-term inflation expectations derived from surveys of households, professional forecasters, and market participants still appeared to be broadly consistent with the committee's longer-run inflation objective, close quotes. J.P. Morgan expects CPI to drop to 3.4% by the second half of 2023. It wouldn't be hard for the FOMC to conclude that once short-term rates are at neutral, ameliorating supply constraints will restore inflation to its prior 2% level. There are signs of economic softness, if not yet weakness. Pending home sales on Thursday fell 3.6%. New home sales last week dropped 17%. A permanent shift to remote work has allowed Americans to spread out in this big country, but higher mortgage rates are beginning to take a toll. The Eurodollar futures curve reflects lowered odds of a Fed-induced recession. In spite of some FOMC members' hawkish statements, mid-2023 rates have dropped almost 50 basis points from their highs in early April. A less inverted yield curve implies reduced odds of the Fed raising rates too fast and having to shift directions. In fact, the improving inflation outlook offers the Fed greater flexibility to respond to any economic weakness by pausing future rate hikes. Two more half-percent increases are assured, but beyond that, it's data-dependent. The FOMC would be happy to avoid moving above neutral. Therefore, the risk is that inflation doesn't return cooperatively to its long-run 2% target. The FOMC core bias in favor of employment means the eurodollar yield curve is still likely to revert to a normal positive slope. Pipeline companies are well positioned to benefit from higher inflation since a substantial portion of pipeline contracts are regulated and have built-in PPI tariff escalators. To cite one example, Magellan Midstream Partners is about to benefit from a 6% tariff increase on July 1. 
they're likely to see an even bigger jump in a year's time based on the likely path of PPI running well ahead of CPI. JP Morgan recently upgraded the stock. On other news, Wednesday's blog post, ESG has no clothes, resonated with many readers who see ineffective hypocrisy in much of today's virtue signaling behavior. Adam Vaughan on Twitter noted the incongruity of G7 environment ministers opposing fossil fuel subsidies while the UK doubled tax relief for new oil and gas production. Further in confusion, the UK announced a windfall tax on energy company profits. Why would any energy company make long-term investments when public policy is so capricious? J.P. Morgan reported that attendees at a recent conference felt energy security was displacing ESG concerns. ESG and climate change have always seemed to be concerns for those at the top of Maslow's pyramid. See a recent blog, Russia Boosts U.S. Energy Sector. If you've solved all your other problems, you can get to that one. This is why emerging economies are plowing ahead with increased energy consumption from all sources, including coal. They want to raise living standards. And it's why John Kerry, climate czar, is so well suited to his role. He has solved all his other problems. Finally, for those who worry that the principles of SL advisors afford themselves too little time for a little R&R, the photo of a recent golf outing at Echo Lake Country Club with Bill Riley, Director, Mutual Funds Program Manager at UBS, and Rob McNeil, Head of Intermediary Distribution at Catalyst Capital Advisors, should assuage such concerns. Friends of the firm are always welcome guests.